Hello Tea Crew and welcome to this brand new mini sip. Today we're going to be talking about Queen's Court on Peacock. So let's go ahead and get started. So basically I have been excited for this show for a long time. As you guys remember, probably about Actually, I think it was last year, so now it's been at least four months ago, but Tamar popped up with a new man. Now, he happened to be a white gentleman. He looked a little older, but he looked very dapper, and people were scrounging around trying to get information on this new man. It was also reported that she possibly was engaged to this man. Now, I gave my opinion on this that it was possible that Tamar was engaged because I truly felt like... Her energy is such that if she met the right person that she would go ahead and hop into that situation, right? So she hinted to an engagement. She did a post and delete. People were dragging me in my own comments talking about he has um, three baby moms and he has five kids and he's not a great guy, but he's white. So that's why I was advocating for them. Let me be clear. I wasn't advocating for JR because I thought he was white and a lawyer. I was advocating for him because Tamar looked truly happy in the clips and it seemed like she had really met somebody worthwhile in her life. So we could start there. Anywho, as the promo um, started coming out for Queens Court, we saw that JR is a contestant to be the king, quote unquote, or one of the kings on Queen's Court. And I was like, okay, so this engagement might be real because it, after watching the first episode, it does show that these men um, have the possibility of proposing to these women at the end of this um, dating competition and show. But anyway, I want to get that out first because I was sick of y'all. No, I'm playing. Um, so I watched Queen's Court. I highly loved it. Let's get into a little breakdown of what the show is. So the show is a relationship show where Evelyn Lozado, um, Tamar Braxton, and Nivea, I'm not sure of her last name, they're all looking for love, right? And they're in this house. It's similar to She Got Her Groove Back um, for anybody that watched that love show. And in this situation, they're looking for age-appropriate men, though. They're looking for men on their level um, as far as age is concerned. I think they're all in their mid, mid-40s, I believe, um, or early forties in Nivea's case. Um, so they're all looking for men that are around that age, looking to settle down. And what happens is every week, Holly Robinson P and her husband, um, help them to basically nurture relationships as they bring little groups of men. I actually really like that because, and she's got her groove back. I think it was too many men. It was like 21 men. I think this is also a total of 21 men, but they're doing it eight by seven by eight. You know what I mean? And so every week you really get a better chance to meet the guys in small groups and then decide from those small groups who you want to stay in the competition and who you want to fall out. And I think the first round, they really made some good picks. I think that some people were showing red flags right from the start. And especially because a lot of these women have been engaged, but never got into the marriage portion. I think, you know, Tamar is obviously uh, divorced from Vince and they were married for a while. And then Evelyn Lozado, I think she was married, but only for 43 days. And then Nivea was married to the dream. But in between those marriages, they had a lot of failed engagements. So I think that that's just giving like, it's not 
seeing through all the way. And I think that that's something that they really want to achieve, not people that are coming on just to be coming on. I also think that in this group of men, they actually got men that want to be in a relationship. I know some of the other um, shows that are supposed to be more serious, like Ready to Love and stuff like that. The the main thing that I get from a lot of those shows is that they're not really looking for love. They're looking to be on TV. They're looking to look cool or impress somebody. I feel like these men were more so ready to be open. I mean, they're talking about children that have passed. They're talking about parents that have passed. They're talking about divorces and failed relationships that have caused them pain and being really open and honest. I mean, I saw a couple guys on the show really say, you know, my last relationship failed because I cheated or my last relationship failed because I wasn't emotionally available. And those kind of things on a reality show are very refreshing to see because a lot of the time it's just like people literally get cast on these shows and they start to promote, promote, promote their businesses, whatever they got going on. And I understand that you're on TV and believe me, if I ever get on TV for any reason, I'm definitely going to promote T-Talk with Shy. Let's, let's get into it. But at the end of the day, people want to see that you're on the show for a genuine reason, that you're really trying to make a connection with some of these ladies. I also like how you don't have to beat around the bush. I feel like they go on one date. So they go into the mixer, right? Let's start from the beginning. They go into the mixer and this is where the seven or eight men are going to meet the three queens. Now at this time at the mixer, they get to talk to everybody, socialize with everybody. And then each woman gets to pick two dates. So that's six men. So there's two men that never get to go on a date, right? But they have to still try to lay their claim. Otherwise they get invited to a dinner party at the end, which is five, four men um, that are going to be on the chopping block for, um, you know, being removed and getting cut out of the show. So what happens is all the men that get to go on a date with them, they get obviously more time to kind of plead their case and get to know the Queens. The ones that don't get to go on a date, they basically have to work even harder because most of them may end up on the chopping block as far as, you know, the dinner party at the end. But I like that because it's a smaller group and because it gets to the core of it. Like if people are not connecting, let's go ahead and chop them off. Also, even if it's somebody that you felt like you connected with, at this point, it's time to let them put them on notice. Like we connected, I'm cool with everything that you're bringing to the table, but I feel like you need to do a little bit more and I'm putting you on notice because we have another seven men coming into the situation this week. Um, and I need to be sure that you're somebody that I want to move forward with. Cause if not, you know, we can just cut it off right here. I really like the immediacy of that. Cause I think a lot of times in these shows, we already know who's not going to work out. Like for instance, I don't want to spoil anything, but there was somebody who showed a lot of aggression in the first episode. And I feel like that was a huge turnoff for a lot of the Queens because I think Nivea and, um, Evelyn have experienced maybe possibly allegedly all the Queens have at some point experienced some form of domestic violence. So that was definitely coming off as a red flag for a lot of them. But just as an example, you know, like other, other red flags, one of them had, you know, left his ex at the altar twice. Um, and a lot of them have had failed engagements. So this was something that was a hot button for a lot of them as well, as far as getting people out of the house. So I, I like that because people don't need to really 
sit around and soak up space. If nobody's really feeling them among the three queens, let's just put them out. And another little element that I really liked about it is the show is being run by Holly Robinson, Pete and her husband, but Holly kind of gets to sit down with the Queens. I don't know if in future episodes, um, Rodney Pete will sit down with the Kings and kind of get a feel of how they felt about everything. I think maybe he did. I'm not sure. Um, but I really like the scenes with Holly Robinson. Cause I feel like the women are able to open up to her as to who they liked, who they didn't like, why they didn't like them. Cause at the dinner party, everybody has to be able to say these things in front of the whole group, right? The other Queens, the other Kings that are up for elimination. So it's just, it's, it's less impersonal when you get up there. So it's nice that Holly has something separate with the ladies where they can really share their opinions on how they feel about people and what's going right, what's going wrong. I think Holly gave great advice. Like one of them had a weird hairstyle. I still cannot get down with Rashawn's hair. And I saw in the next episode that his hair going to stay like that. And I don't like that. I want Rashawn to cut those dreads off. It's giving like natural hair in the front and then dreads in the back. Like it really needs to be retwisted, but the hair in the front is grown out so much. It's giving like a little bit of a natural bob. I can't even just, y'all gonna see it. Please watch the show. Please watch and support the show and you will see it. But that hair is wild. But Holly even said, you know, like when I met Rodney and he was a quarterback for the Eagles, whoop, whoop, um, that he had a mullet. He had a mullet for black men and that she was just like, there were so many little things that I just found annoying about him, but the core things were the things that stuck with me. And now they've been married for 27 years. So it's just like, that's great advice. I think from a married woman to single women looking for somebody, it's like, they don't have to check off all your boxes, especially physical things, because certain things you will learn to love about them and certain things you never will. But at the end of the day, if you're looking for your type all the time, and that has not been working for you, you have to step outside your type. I think that's more of what she was saying. And I think that that's great advice for everybody who's looking to find somebody because you will really miss out on some great genuine people. If you're looking to check off some of these, you know, impossible, you know, boxes or whatever. But as a whole, I would give this show like a nine out of 10. I'll probably binge the rest of the episodes, but I just wanted to kind of give you guys my opinion of the show from the first episode for those that actually have (laughs) self-control and that are going to watch a couple episodes here and a couple episodes there. Um, but overall I really like the show. I love seeing these three back on my screen. Um, because they've all done TV before. Um, I think specifically reality for Tamar and um, Evelyn and then Nivea did that docu-series um, on BET and she's done some stuff lately. So it's just great to see all of them. Um, I love this group. I love the blackness of this. Okay, come on, Peacock. And I think more people should watch it. So hopefully this review will encourage you to watch it. Once you do or just watch a couple episodes, let me know what you guys think in the comments, especially about that Tamar JR thing. Because I feel like a lot of people went at me. And um, now that the full story is out, I want to know what your opinions are. All right. Thank you all. I love you for listening. Bye.